Hello, hello, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Squad Up, the podcast all about games, games of all kinds. I am your host, Eduardo. We're live, folks. We're live again. We're going to be live every week, unless we can't be, but we're going to try really hard to be live every week. Squad Up Live. Come join us at twitch.tv slash Eduardo. Joining me on the squad today, he's my compadre. He's my brosif. It's Peaches, everyone. Peaches. What up, homeboy? Oh, hey. How's it going, man? Didn't see you there. Yeah, dude, it sounded like uh, that you rehearsed that this time. It sounded pretty professional. Did, did it? You're getting that marketing down. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta sprinkle it in like every third sentence. Like, like by the way, follow us. Any swear word, right? Know? Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. followers, bro. Yeah, fo- followers. And joining Follow us, ABCD Eduardo on Twitch.tv slash ABCD Eduardo. Please, for the love of God, do. And joining us today, making his triumphant return back onto the show, the master of Fortnite, except he's not because that's Ninja. It's Patrick. Patrick, what up, man? How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me back on. I mean, you're welcome. We decided we were like, we the calendar's looking a little dry. I guess we're gonna have Patrick back on. <laughs> Very good. He paid us the most. It. That's right. That's right. That's what it was. That's true. Um, I offered I offered my my uh, Amazon Prime subscription to you. So that did happen. <laughs> That's true. you did. That's so true. And we <laughs> to one of you anyway. Right. One of us would have taken it if either of us were actually affiliates. Go follow twitch.tv slash and, and follow the Peaches guy, too. Yeah, follow that Peaches guy, whoever he is. God, the man of mystery. <laughs> so, you've made it, folks. If you're listening now, if you're watching now, we're talking all about E3 this episode. But first, we're going to catch up a little bit. First, let's talk Patrick. Patrick, you haven't been on the show in a few weeks. What have you been playing? Let's let's take a... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a wild shot in the dark here and say Ooh. you... So... There's this little indie game out called Fortnite <laughs> that I have been partaking in. <laughs> There's this insane goal to hit level 80 to get this exclusive chest piece that I need. I need it for the battle pass, and it's taking me forever. But I'm going to get there. You'll get there. You got 100 <laughs> last time, right? Well, it's not tier 100 that's the issue. It's level. It's like player oh. level. So it takes an ungodly amount of time to level yourself up as a player level. That's what they made the uh, tier 100 challenge this this time around. It's it's very difficult. That's insane. How much time? I'm checking you have? through. I, it doesn't say how much time I've played, but I'm currently at level 70, which I believe is 65 percent of the way there, and I've played a lot. No, but how much time is left, like, to do this? Oh, about 20 some days, and I go on vacation in about a week and a half, so it's going to be a struggle. Ooh, vacation! You're gonna go going? on Fortnite vacation? <laughs> well, I would. Uh, Peaches, if I could have been allowed to play my Fortnite game on a Nintendo Switch console. Ooh, sore subject. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into that another time. I'm also playing a little bit of Beat Saber on the uh, HTC Vive whenever I feel like hooking it up. And uh, I just want to say this is the longest I've ever gone not playing Hearthstone, although I did boot it up yesterday to give the uh, new promotion thing a little try, which is pretty fun. Please explain promotion. Uh, they're doing this thing where they added cards to Arena. They're special cards just in the Arena mode. And there's um, there's new quests that they're giving you that give you um, a good amount of gold and dust, which we can use to create new cards. 
So it just, uh, Arena is one of my favorite modes and it's spicing that up a little bit. So I'm, I'm hoping maybe I could get back into Hearthstone. Well, we'll or, see. We'll see. Uh, Peaches, what yeah. have you been up to? What's been, what's been your gaming forte this week? I have been, well, I wouldn't say forte, but I have been playing Realm Royale 100% of the week. <laughs> I wouldn't say forte because uh, I don't think I'm very good at it, but so far it's really the only Battle Royale I've liked for more than two games and uh i don't know it's it's just addicting it kind of combines all of those a little bit of those rpg elements with a battle royale and that's kind of what i like so i guess i play a little bit of fire emblem too here's my theory my theory is if you would have played fortnite when it first came out you'd have been the same way about fortnite that you are about realm royale i don't think so i played fortnite like soon after it came out i i was more against the building aspect of it I didn't like having to worry about, you know, learning the map, learning how to use the very strange aiming system in Fortnite, and then also learning how to build. I don't think that third-person shooter aiming is weird, by the way. I mean, like, Fortnite just feels weird. Like, it feels like there's an intentionally really long delay in every single gun's firing. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it. It's weird. Patrick, what do you have to say about that? I think Peaches is crazy. <laughs> well, you're not wrong about that, but I don't think it has anything to do with what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've played shooters, and I, I don't, I don't see how anything is strange about the uh, the Fortnite system. What the complaint that you mostly hear about Fortnite is the um, kind of the randomness of where your bullets go, the, the the spread, if you will. Maybe that's what I'm feeling, and I just didn't know how to articulate it. I don't know. I, I think mostly it's the tiny differences between Realm Royale and all the other ones that make me like it more. So I have spent the last two nights playing it from the minute I, le- I got home from work until I went to bed. By so, the way, um, those listening right now, after this stream, we're going to be hopping on some Realm Royale. So it's true. come on, join us at twitch.tv slash peaches after the show. I'm interested to give it a try with you guys. You guys can kind of teach me the uh, the ropes. And you yeah. should also, while you're there, you should follow Peaches at twitch.tv slash peaches. Boom. I'm only saying that because it's funny, but I'm not going to say it again. Until <laughs> uh, I've been playing Realm Royale with you, Peaches. I, unlike what? Patrick. What? You have? Yes, I played with, we played yesterday, literally. That was the joke, because I, I knew, because I was there. oh i thought you were making like a no you haven't you've been not able to play because you've been this is where off doing other things this is where i secretly revealed to you guys record recorded and on stream that i have amnesia (laughs) (laughs) cat's out of the bag everyone Um, what's out of the bag yeah so i've been playing romero with you i unlike patrick was able to link my Fortnite account on my Switch because I never popped it open on my PS4. Mm. Uh, so I've got that going there. Bailey saw it, and now she wants to play it. And I was like, sure, you go for it. She hasn't touched it yet. But uh, her plan is to find a game that I like and play it in secret, and then one day just show up in one of my games and trash me. I don't think that's going to work in Fortnite. Uh, I think it could work because I'm trash in Fortnite. Oh, Bailey, okay. hit me up. I'll, I'll put you through some training. <laughs> I 
right, let's get into the meat of it because there's a lot to talk about, like like a crap ton to talk about. We're talking all about E3. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through the whole show, top to bottom, start to finish, and talk about everything that happened. It's going to be the only thing we really talk about this whole episode. We haven't done news in two episodes, and because we haven't done news, we haven't heard Waluigi. Okay, I'm going to play the bumper for Waluigi. Okay, thank but you. To protest that, in my opinion, E3 is the only news worth talking about. That's fine. That's then play Waluigi. Play Waluigi. I almost played the wrong one. Let's go. Waluigi time. Waluigi time. Y'all ready for some Waluigi E3 time? Which is another thing that's going to come up a little later too. All this little, all these little foreshadowing nuggets are going to be in there. Um, we start off the the whole event. At the E3 conference, which if people don't know, doesn't actually take... I'm sorry, EA conference, which doesn't actually take place at E3. It's like down the street. They do their own thing in their own building. Which is interesting because who would actually show up to that? Um, now, uh, well, I'm going to start with you, Peaches. What is there anything that you wanted to like talk about or anything that kind of caught your eye over at the E3 or EA booth? I honestly expected us to be trashing on EA for making people pay to play things a lot. Um, honestly, when I saw the trailer for uh, Anthem, this is going to sound weird because you know like how against Destiny I am right now, but Anthem looks like a much peach- peaches ver- much more peaches version. I was going to say peachier. A, m- a much more peaches version of destiny and i don't know maybe it, it's just the trailer that makes it look cool but i also really enjoyed that they used muse in as the uh music in the trailer did you see the anthem trailer i did um look i saw the anthem trailer before i saw this anthem trailer this anthem trailer looked a little less cool than the last anthem trailer that i saw in my opinion i don't know there was just part of what made the anthem trailer so cool last year was that there was so much mystery around it you're like what kind of game is this and this one you saw a lot more of what the game is and in my opinion it's a lot less like exciting and impressive it's like oh that's what it is okay we're like getting a little closer to what it actually is and it's less like i don't know maybe the same thing will happen we talk about death stranding later about that game but i I, you know i i think part of the the allure of some of these games is the mystery around them i mean i I don't want to get my hopes up right because it is ea and at the last second they might be like hey by the way uh every bullet that you use we're just going to automatically charge your bank account six cents but like um I don't know. It looks good. It it could be it could take the core of Destiny and turn it into something that I enjoy playing. Who knows? We'll see when it actually shows up. But that was really the only thing from EA that I was like that my interest was piqued. I mean, Unravel looked looked cool. Sure. Um, but nothing I would really go out of my way to to I don't know, preach about. Sure. What about you, Patrick? Anything that caught your eye from the EA uh, press conference? Yeah, a couple of things. I'm a huge Command & Conquer fan, so uh, Command & Conquer Rivals, even though it's a mobile game and it's probably going to be pay to win, uh, will be interesting for me to check out. <laughs> um, the second thing is Jedi Fallen Order, which, as far as I can tell, is going to be a new Star Wars MMO. And as you know, I was a huge fan of Star Wars Galaxies, so... Maybe something good will come of this, but I highly doubt it. From what I understand, it was going to be a Star Wars single-player game. Uh, open world Star... Oh, okay, maybe I read this wrong. Um, either way, looks pretty cool. I'm excited. 
The reason I didn't bring that up is because one, EA's track record with Star Wars games isn't great. Um, and two, they didn't actually show anything. They're like, this is a game and here's the title, but we didn't even make like art for the title. We just set it into a microphone. Ooh. Yeah, but at least they didn't show up as pop vinyls of the Star Wars characters. We're going to talk about that later, but that was the <laughs> only good thing from that conference. It was not good. I it was awkward. am so psyched for that game. Uh, the pop uh, one or or Gears 5? The pop one. Fuck off. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to talk about from EA? Because uh, uh, I... Look, I want Star Wars to come out, but, you know, whatever. It'll come out eventually, I guess. Bro, let's talk about Madden Madden 2019. I was just going to say that. Oh, man. That's so weird. Uh, (laughs) We can if you want to. Guys, I bet the throwing system is going to be just like real football. What? He beat me to the joke. I uh, used to look forward to every NHL game. Do you think the refs are going to hate on the Patriots like they do in real life? Do you think there's going to be punting? Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Next up was Microsoft. Now, I think Microsoft didn't have the best conference, in my opinion, but they had a better one than I think in recent memory. I think they made some really key choices. They added on five new game studios, and mostly they just talked about games, and they tried to talk about exclusives and things that were only coming to their console, which is also an exclusive, so I just repeated myself. They talked about uh, like world premieres a lot, which was good. They focused on the games, which is something that Microsoft has needed to do for a long time. They also got the first trailer, which is interesting that it was at a Microsoft press conference, but it was the first trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3 of the show. Um, uh! Now, I'm psyched, but Peaches and I have talked about this off stream. I cannot get my hopes up until the copy of the game is literally in my hands. I have to tell you a story, and I told this to some of my coworkers, and I've probably told this to you before, but anybody that listens to this deserves to know this. And... I love my mom, but I have to throw her under the bus for this story. (laughs) So my mom, when PS2s were the hot new thing, my mom like promised, I'm going to sound super spoiled, but this is just the thing. She, she promised me that she was going to get me a PS2 and Christmas time came around and she told me to wait to open this giant box till the very end. And what she did, because it turned out that she could not afford to buy me a PS2, which is fine, but like Kid Peaches was not cool with this. Um, she taped a magazine clipping of a PS2 into the bottom of this box and filled it with newspaper. And I took all the newspaper out and saw the clipping and she said, I'm going to get you one when I have money. And then I didn't get a PlayStation 2 until three years later. So... That taught me a valuable lesson as a as a young peach to never get excited about anything until it's actually happening in the moment. And like Chelsea hates that because I don't like that translated to everything in my life. Like I don't get excited about vacations until I am physically standing in the spot where our vacation is supposed to happen. So like same thing with Kingdom Hearts 3 until I have booted it up and it doesn't just say, haha, just kidding. Kingdom Hearts 2. Like I don't believe it. Patrick, are you uh, are you anticipating 
You waiting in anticipation for Kingdom Hearts 3? I was until I made the very recent decision to um, boycott everything Sony related. So I only own a PS4. I will not be playing Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> I was on board. I wanted that PS Pro. It looks all great with the Kingdom Hearts decorations. I was all in. I was going to go back and play 1.5, 2.5, all the other ones in 3, but Sony really just pissed me off. So I think I'm done. All right. Well, Peaches... You well, let's go with Patrick. Patrick next. Patrick, I know you just spoke, but what, is there anything on the uh, on the Microsoft side that you were like, man, that actually looks pretty good? Yeah, I, I suppose uh, Cyberpunk uh, is that part of the Microsoft? So conference? it's it was part of the Microsoft conference, and I think that was one of the strongest. I mean, they, they saved it for last for a reason, right? So Cyberpunk right. twenty seventy seven, and it's the game by CD Projekt Red. For those that don't know, that is the same developer of The Witcher three. Um, which is in my top five games of all time, um, and in my opinion, it's going to be it's it like has to be a fantastic game. That that studio works so diligently on literally everything that they do that that game can't be anything less than incredible. Right, and I um I do not make time for single player games, but for some reason this this appeals to me. I I would like to play The Witcher Three one day. I haven't gotten around to it, but uh, this game looks great, and I want to I want to give it a try. Witcher 3 is on sale for $19.99 for those that don't know. I don't have time for that. <laughs> Yo, that thing is on sale so often. Like, if you don't have Witcher 3 by now, you have messed up. I have I want to buy it for $0.50 cents on a Humble Bundle. <laughs> oh, man, Code White's now following me. Thanks, Cody. Yo, what a baller. <laughs> Callan. Callan with shout-out. Callan over awesome. here. So, Sorry, like, uh, okay, do you have anything else that really stuck out to you, Patrick? Battletoads, there's a new Battletoads coming, I heard. Uh, Crackdown 3, did you guys ever play Crackdown 1 or 2? I don't do drugs. I don't think uh, you're using that word in the correct. (laughs) (laughs) Crackdown 1 was a great game. I I forget where I played it. I think PlayStation 2, but I I 100% at that game and I loved it. So I'd be interested to see what the third one has in store. I like that Bailey was just lurking in the background doing pretty much nothing. It's classic. It's classic her. She just wants to be in the spotlight. That's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, okay, so if you if you want to get technical about this, yes, EA went first. But let's just, like, ignore EA because Madden. And um, I think that Microsoft had, they took the advantage of going first. Like, they took that advantage and they ran with it really well because, yeah, a lot of these games that they debuted are not really Microsoft exclusives. Most of them are not. Um, But they still got to show them off before anybody else could, which is smart because they showed all they, I think they probably showed three times as many games as anybody else did by themselves or more than three times. I don't know. So they do have a handful of games that I have like pointed out on the list that I'm excited for, but only like one of them is exclusive to Xbox. So it doesn't, like for me, I'm still gonna play it on the console I want to play it on. But thank you for showing me Microsoft. You know, um, out of all of them, the two I'm most excited for are the Cuphead DLC because I love Cuphead so much. That is a sexy pop. I'm upset that you're using this against me right now because of <laughs> what I said earlier. Uh, super excited about the Cuphead DLC. Uh, excited to get murdered by a bunch of new bosses 
And I'm really excited. I know that this has been like a trailer and they've just kind of like changed the trailer a little bit each year for three years at this point, but we happy few, uh, it looks a lot like Bioshock to me. And I'm so I'm super excited to play that. It looks like a baby of Bioshock and Dishonored. And that sounds awesome. Yeah. Now I'm really excited for Devil May Cry five. Uh, the trailer confused me because I can't tell if that's Dante or Virgil. Um, I'm assuming it's Virgil because he's got the robot hand, but I don't remember if I, I didn't play DMC and I don't know if he had like a robot hand in that, but it looks like they're going back to the, like the old art style and who knows I'm psyched for it. All right, let's, let's talk about the, the cat and, uh, you know, the, the elephant in the room, the cat in the room, the cat, the cat, the let's, let's talk about the cat in the hat, uh, <laughs> gears pop. So you see the gears logo. And then all of a sudden, it's these little pop figures popping around, doing who knows what. Now, so I am equally excited for this game and confused by it all at the same time, <laughs> because I don't know who this game is for. So it looks like it's being targeted at children, but I don't think children should be interested in the Gears of War franchise. So Did you who- ever listen to the... Um- don't hug me i'm scared like did you watch the don't hug me i'm scared videos on youtube i've seen some of them yeah that's what it reminded me of like it's aiming for children but it's like twisted material sure yeah it just doesn't make a ton of sense and i don't i don't get it i don't get it i don't i don't know what it's for it's gonna be a mobile game so gears on mobile what i assume it's gonna be is like a gears mobile strategy game but with simplified art to make it easier to like play on. Um, obviously, sure. Pop is trying to capture some of those things, the, some of that magic that the Lego games have. Obviously, they're trying to corner, you know, like put themselves into that market. Whether they're going to succeed or not, who knows? Um, Patrick, are you? Do you even care? <laughs> Can I just talk about the "Don't hug me, I'm scared" YouTube videos for a moment? Yeah, go for it. I will allow it because I, I love those videos. <laughs> I've never done drugs in my life, but I imagine after watching those videos that that's exactly what it's like. Those videos are insane. (laughs) They are the craziest videos you'll ever watch on YouTube. I recommend everyone go watch them right now. Don't hug me. I'm scared. Yeah, special non-video game shout out to Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, episodes one (laughs) through six. If you're into creepy stuff, please go to YouTube after you listen to this show and then watch us stream. So it'll be at like 11 o'clock tonight. <laughs> but go do that. It'll be better at night because you'll be more scared of everything that you've watched. Don't mm-hmm. hug me. I'm scared. Now, <laughs> I want to Otherwise, play, I have uh... nothing to say on the Gears Pop game. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I think I was the Gears gonna... Tactics game looks better than all the other ones. Sure. Gears but I Tactics like Fire Emblem. looks fun. Um, Gears 5. I'm fairly excited for the trailer didn't i didn't play gears 4 so i don't really know where the story's at i remember the the original gears especially gears 3 had like a fantastic story gears 3 was one of the games that i played religiously i like sat up i like made friends with these like dudes from kentucky on like xbox live one day and then we ended up just playing gears every night those just the the guys that i play with um and then i got a girlfriend and then i never spoke to them again um but (laughs) your girlfriend or (laughs) No, the guys. I, I was know. like, it's been fun, guys, but I'm going to go not be in my room playing video games every day. Um, and here I am doing in, it again. You'll be in your room. Hey. 
Um, so I'm just really psyched for it. I want to play Gears 4 so I can experience Gears 5, but we have so much on our plate that it's hard to fit in anything. A few other standouts, obviously, are going to be um, The Division 2. Uh, people seem really psyched for The Division 2, people that liked The Division 1. I didn't play The Division 1. Not my thing. It's another one of those MMO light like, similarly to Destiny kind of a thing. People that played Destiny definitely kind of moved on to there after Destiny's uh, first game kind of reached the end of its life cycle. A new Battletoads, which is interesting, I think. Uh, like you said, I'm really excited for Cuphead, um, but not a lot else. I mean, PUBG's there, but everybody kind of hates PUBG right now, so... PUBG sucks! Yeah, I agree. Frivolously trying to sue... Fortnite still. Sure. Um, moving on, next up is Bethesda. So Bethesda, I don't know. For me, Bethesda fell a little, fell a little flat. Um, it did have some surprise announcements. I guess it was like, oh, Elder Scrolls Six is a game. But like to me, you can't just tell me that you're working on that game because no, duh, of course you're working on that game. You are Bethesda, of course you're making a new Elder Scrolls game. Do not show me the game until you have something to show me. I don't know, man. I think that's... As much as I love Skyrim, I played a lot of Skyrim. I, I'm almost more surprised that they're making another one because Skyrim like has clung on to life for so long that it's almost like, why bother? People are just going to keep playing Skyrim. Did you see all the videos they did with Key from Key and Peele? No. What? They're, I'm sorry. Um, wait, wait, hold on. Which one's Keel and which one's Peele? Keel and Peele? Which one's Key and which one's Peele? Key is the tall, bald one. Okay, so it's Key. And they're like, experience a new way to play Skyrim. And he's like sitting on his couch... And then he goes, oh, I didn't see that. Alexa, play Skyrim. And then the, the, the whole thing. And then he like plays it on his like his like uh, refrigerator and like his like beeper and stuff like that. They obviously are aware of all the memes around Skyrim. Yeah. Um, a new Doom sounds cool, but besides that, it was just like here's stuff you already know about. Rage Two, which we released info about weeks ago, so it's not as special now. Which isn't their fault because it was part of that big Walmart leak. Um, but yeah, it just oh, I doesn't. I forgot about the Walmart leak. Yeah. And so. Way to go, Walmart. We're still happy <laughs> about it, though. Right. Um, Patrick, anything stand out to you, man? Uh, Fallout 76. I guess I'm confused where the uh, previous Fall- 71 Fallout games went. For <laughs> <laughs> like an Apple, you can't just skip the iPhone 9. I mean, what's going on here? So, is it. I mean, we ha- you got the Xbox who went backwards. 350 times 359 times listen nobody follows the normal numbering conventions anymore (laughs) microsoft ruined it in 98 when they jumped from 95 to 98 that's true and then everybody was like the game i played was fallout 4 sorry i'm gonna interrupt and i only played about a quarter of it before i got extremely bored um so that's kind of my experience here yeah we're gonna receive i guess i'm interested good we're going to see for a lot of hate for this, but I'm not super psyched for the new Fallout game. I'm not. I don't think the Fallout games are that great, and we probably just lost half our listeners right there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. From six to knowing three. The friends, <laughs> knowing the group of friends I play games with will be extremely interested in it, in it for about two weeks, and then they'll all quit, and I will quit too. Yeah, same. I think it'll probably be good, but I'm more... 
I'm more curious to learn like what, I mean, I know they showed a little bit more gameplay. We speculated an episode or two ago about like, it would be more like a survival based game, but then they showed some gameplay and it kind of looked more like a team deathmatch style game. And I don't really know what the middle ground is, you know, like, is it going to be that all the time? I don't know. I'd still like to see more about it because I, like I talked about before, I could never fully get into the traditional style of Fallout. So if they make it a little bit different, maybe it'll be fun. I don't know. John Denver was in the damn trailer, okay? Yeah, I still don't know. Just the white guy on John Denver. I still don't know who that is. I will sing Country Roads again. You know. What is with all of you people? And I'm going to say, you people coming at me because I don't know the song Country Roads. You need to get off my back. And if you can name me any Selena song, we're good. Hey, if you are watching this stream right now and you know John Denver's Country Roads, I want you to say, screw you, Eduardo, in the chat. See, that's not fair because you know the demographic of who's in the chat. (laughs) No, I don't. Look at that. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> um, My pleasure. So, Look at that. <laughs> you know what I'm... Okay, let's go back to the... To- let's get back on topic here. I think that Quake Champions looks pretty good because it looks like a cracked-out Overwatch. So it's... I don't think it's a cracked-out Overwatch. I think it's just Quake. Yeah, but like... I've never played Quake, so I had to go back and look at Quake to know, oh, this was kind of like here first. Also, for those that don't know, if you download Quake right now, you get to... <laughs> so, so it's like a pay to get into the their, their beta or their alpha. If you download it right now, um, you get it for free. Like later? Yes, you will continue to... like They're doing like a free week, and if you download it during the free week, you get to just keep the game. Well, I know what I'm doing later tonight. <laughs> it looks fun. I mean, I, you and I have our moments in Overwatch where we're pretty okay. Sure. And that game looked like it is way more intense than Overwatch, but it looked like a pretty similar concept. But, dude, the, the speed that all those guys are running around and shooting feels like it would be – it'd be like when everybody had to go from the speed difference in Super Smash Bros. Melee to the speed difference – in Super Smash Bros. Brawl, but the opposite. Sure. You know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll I see. Think I think that analogy could have been from N64 to Melee. That's fine. No, but because... Yeah, I guess it could have. You're right. <laughs> Melee was fast. <laughs> Everything else is slow. Right. <laughs> Let's it. move on to, in my opinion, the absolute dumpster fire that was the Square Enix <laughs> conference because it wasn't a conference it was a video they tried to do a nintendo tried to do like a nintendo direct style thing and man in my opinion did that fall so flat yep (laughs) it just nothing in there felt special half of the games they talked about had already been talked about at other conferences there was just nothing there that seemed exciting i mean just because four was the like their like big announcement besides another Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer, but it just really, there just was nothing there that really, Shadow of the Tomb Raider maybe, but once again, that was already at the Microsoft conference. So what did yeah. you, what was the point, you know? I think that, like I said earlier, Microsoft really took advantage of being, you know, quote unquote, first on the floor. 
But I think that Kingdom Hearts 3 should have been reserved for Square Enix because they're the ones making the game. Yes, it is going to be on the Xbox platform, but Square Enix, you know, like you just said, they had a pretty disappointing show. They could have at least one with just Kingdom Hearts 3. People would have been excited enough to not call it a dumpster fire on a recorded live stream. You know what I mean? Absolutely. (laughs) Like, that is a well-deserved thing that you said. I really thought we were going to get some Final Fantasy VII Remake news. Same. Same. And it's a shame that they didn't show it because people would have been super jazzed. And, like, I do agree. Like, I I just said it earlier. If a game is not ready, don't talk about it. But, man, that would have really lit up their conference. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about it, too, because Lewis was mentioning to us that the, the developer changed, right? Right. So the Somebody developer changed. Control of the game changed. Correct. So there was a separate company working on um, the game under the umbrella of Square Enix, and they were doing such a not great job that Square Enix took it from them and is now developing it right. internally. And they basically and had to start case, from scratch. If that's the case, fine. Like, please take your time and work on this because I don't want the game to be a dumpster fire. But like, these people have been excited about this for a long time. They've had a taste of it several times. They were expecting that information from you, you know? Right. Now, Patrick, do you have Square Enix thoughts? I do not. I'm, I do not. I'm sorry. No, no. Good. Okay. Because we can just move past it because it honestly kind of <laughs> yeah. sucked. Um, next Octopath, up was... Octopath Traveler looked kind of okay. Sure. Assassin's Creed Odyssey looked better than I thought it would. Because it doesn't look like an Assassin's Creed game, which probably makes it look better. Uh, it looks like just some sort of Greek Spartan type battle game, which sounds cool. Um, I mean, they had some stuff. For Honor is now until June eighteenth, which is my birthday, free. Um, hey. So you could also pick up For Honor for free right now. Um, so wow. if that's anything that you're interested in, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I love free stuff. I went and I like was like, I'll download it. It's free. You don't even have to download it. You can just claim it, and then you have it sitting there in case you ever wanted to play it, literally ever. Um, Starlink, which is this weird game where you're, like, attaching, like, a like a spaceship to your controller, um, and then they, like, announced a partnership with Nintendo, and Star Fox is going to be a part of it. I don't know. I was really confused by it. I thought, in my opinion, Toys to Life were dead. Like, once Skylanders died, it was over, in my <laughs> opinion. Yo, I li- I liked um, what was the Disney one? Disney Disney Infinity. Infinity. I'm not saying they were bad. I think they just it, the the market kind of crumbled. You know. No, I mean I I the the rest of that sentence was I liked Disney Infinity, but you have to know that once you start buying those figures, you're not going to stop. Yep. Like that's part of what they want from you is they want that cash grab, and it's you know essentially it's similar to DLC, but it's a lot of DLC. Like you end up throwing a lot of money at those games if you want to get every figure. And as soon as the Avengers ones came out, they did their like Avengers story. I stopped playing the game altogether because I knew that if I bought one superhero for Avengers or for um, Disney infinity, it would be over. You know, I just had to stop. And that's why I never got into anything like Skylanders either. So I know you gotta you gotta stay safe. Yeah, I always wanted to get into amiibos, but I kind of thought I would get addicted and want to collect them all, so I didn't. Amiibos like 
also were a disappoint a disappointment to me. Like I wanted them to do more, but I have one. Did I say we were talking about Ubisoft? I don't think I did. No, um, you didn't formally mention it. But hey, so we're talking about Ubisoft. We've moved on to Ubisoft, everyone. Um, I think Ubisoft, they're a big... Ubisoft? I think their big sort of game that they talked about was Beyond Good and Evil 2, um, which we saw like sort of gameplay for, and we saw uh, like a really cool cinematic trailer, which is great, but I'm once again going to say the same thing I've already said twice, which is don't talk about something until it's ready. Um, and that's sort of how I feel with Beyond Good and Evil 2. Patrick, anything in the Ubisoft camp that you're looking at and maybe picking up? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm learning right now that there is a Beyond Good and Evil 2 in the works, and I'm pretty hyped about that. So <laughs> that's super exciting. Thank you for telling me this. Kind you of spread the good news. Now, Beyond Good and Evil 2 has been in the works for years. And so... Okay. It is still like, so if I understand correctly, they're crowdsourcing people to help make the game. So there is some company that Joseph Gordon-Levitt made that's like an online crowdsourcing site. And so they're like reaching out for people to make like assets and to be used in the game. It's pretty cool. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, a new Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, uh, which for all intents and purposes, from what I've heard, is actually a really good game. Everything that I've heard about that game says it's actually really solid. Uh, I played it. I played it over at a friend's house like two weeks ago. I thought that I wasn't going to be impressed by it. It was. It was pretty fun, honestly. I don't think I would devote a lot of time to it, um, but it kind of had, you know, a mix of Fire Emblem and a little bit of its own thing. Sure. I should say. I should say more like Final Fantasy Tactics because um, it's like. You know, there are line of sight requirements in the Rabbids games, whereas in Fire Emblem, you just stand next to somebody and try to stab them. You're just going to spin a, a fit spinner. All right. Well, <laughs> that's fun. I mean, listen, nothing at the Ubi Ubi, Ubi whatever stuff, the Usoft conference really did anything for me. So I have the list of games right in front of me. And I highlighted one just so that I'd have one to pick if I had if you like made me pick one. Sure. And it's just dance twenty nineteen. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> because if I'm gonna play any of those, I might as well look like a fool with a bunch of friends around. And you know, the just dance games are actually kind of fun in the right context. Patrick and you're mad at me about up. Gears Pop? Listen, Patrick will back me up. He loves DDR. I've never played Just Dance, and from what I understand, it's vastly different from DDR. It is, but um, it's dancing. Come on, man. You got to have my back. I feel like there's no point of Dance Dance Revolution that has anything to do with dancing. I think Just Dance maybe is more so, uh, more compared to real dancing than Dance Revolution. <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't enjoy it. Come I on, man. Like rhythm John games. Denver, guys. I really over do like here. rhythm games, so maybe I'll give it a try with you. <laughs> okay, cool. So, what about Trials Rising? Do you guys ever play a Trials game? <laughs> not if I, no. I don't enjoy bashing my head into my keyboard. Yeah. You don't? No. Oh. Can I just say, too, I need the Assassin's Creed games to die. Do you? I know that you probably disagree with me. Cody is listening to this right now, and he's probably mad at me for listening to me say that. Yeah, if you're mad at Peaches, say, screw you, Peaches. (laughs) I need the Assassin's Creed games to die. They stopped being good a long long time ago. (laughs) 
and they're just the same recycled crap over and over with a different skin. That's all those games are. I don't care about finding things in the environment. I've stabbed people in the back with a coat sword a thousand times. Like, I'm done with it. Do something else, please. So, here's what I'm going to say, is that you didn't play Assassin's Creed Origins. And for everything that I've heard and from what I've played, because I do own the game, it came like for, I got it for free for something. Um, it is a different game. It is more like The Witcher than it is Assassin's Creed anymore. Um, which I then think, just play The Witcher. Well, you could, or you could play the new game that just came out. Like there is, there's no new Witcher game. You could play Witcher, but what do you do when The Witcher's over and you want more Witcher? You play it again. I don't know. I don't. You're I don't not going to disagree that. with that. I mean, I will. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, look, Gumby agrees your, with me. Origins is good. Origins is a good your game. Your spinner is very loud. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Origins is good. Origins is a good game. Um, look, I don't know. I think, from what I understand, which I'm, I'm not an Assassin's Creed guy, I have Assassin's Creed Origins because, specifically, it's like a different kind of game because I wasn't a big fan of the other games. I think it'll be good. I think there's still a want for it. People apparently still really like that game. Um, and I think something that Ubisoft has done a really good job of, and I think Rainbow Six Siege is part of that, is they do a really good job of listening to their community. Rainbow Six Siege was trash when it first came out. It was a garbage game. And now it has over like 100 million concurrent players. That They've taken that game from ashes and really listened to their community and built it up. And I don't see a lot of bad words being said about Ubisoft recently. The last bad thing I heard was For Honor. And once again, like they're literally offering the game for free right now. Like they have taken that game and like turned it around. Well, they can hokey pokey all they want, all they want but I don't know. I'm not sold on Assassin's Creed. They lost my interest a long time ago. If you want to see Peaches play Assassin's Creed, go over to facebook.com slash podcast <laughs> and you can vote in our Game of the Month poll and you could say Assassin's Creed Origins. And now I want everybody to go do that. Gumby, Cody, Patrick, everyone, just go and vote Assassin's Creed Origins. One, because I want Peaches to play it. And two, because I already own it and I haven't played it yet. Listen, that is, that is skewing the poll. <laughs> There is bias now. Hey, man, if it's what the fans want, it's what the fans should get. I want to not do that. So, <laughs> Any interest in Assassin's Creed, Patrick? My wife's sister or my sister-in-law really likes Assassin's Creed, so shout out to Annika in the Netherlands. <laughs> shout out to the Netherlands! Hey! Wow. <laughs> That's all I've got on that subject. Hey, I'm so let's talk so about much. Sony. Hey. Sony! So... If you're Patrick, you don't want to talk about Sony. But if you're most other people, this was one of the better conferences. Um, I know Lewis really disagreed with me when I said that. Lewis really doesn't, uh, not a big fan of the Sony conference. Um, but man, I don't care because The Last of Us 2. Did you see The Last of Us 2 trailer? I did. Holy I did. balls. It looks really good. It looks so good and I'm so excited. like i got like chills watching that trailer first off it was really really brutal but it oh, was yeah. also like it was also emotional and it, it, it had that same like it had the soul of last of us in there which is like what the walking dead wants to be yeah i don't know man i i've been excited about that for a long time i had a hard time deciding which Sony 
which games that debuted for the Sony conference that I was the most excited about because there were so many that like got me a little excited. So I'll just chime in with like a same if you guys say one. <laughs> Patrick, what, what what about Sony did you like, which is I'm going to yeah, assume is nothing. Air out Sony's your grievances. Uh, the Last of Us 2 really did impress me. I, I, I would want to play that, I'm, I'm sure. Um, I didn't play The Last of Us 1. I did buy it, and I never played it, and I traded it in. So I should probably go back and play that, too. Uh, Spider-Man looks great. Um, yes, it does. Same. Yeah, Spider-Man looks super cool. <laughs> I, I'm sure people have already made the comparisons, but like the Batman Arkham games, but instead as uh, as Spider-Man sound just awesome. Listen, I think I think it works better as a Spider-Man game. I, and I love the Batman games, but the fact that he can tell that something's coming at him because of spider sense makes mm-hmm. way more sense than Batman having confetti above his head. Like, Well, Batman didn't. He did. He, he did, did not. He played on like the normal modes. He did not. The enemies had confetti on confetti on their head. Well, why would they have confetti? That's. I think it makes more sense for Spider Man. Well, and that's why. So in in the Spider Man one, Spider Man has the spider senses coming out, but in the Batman ones, the enemies had the like the spider sense. Whatever I'm doing with my hands. <laughs> the spider sense. <laughs> yeah, the spider sense. No, um, I, I I don't care if you take Arkham City the actual exact game Arkham City and you put Spider-Man in it instead of Batman, I'd still play it. I'd probably want to play that even more. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about you, but I think I'd want to play that more. Yeah, I think you're right, Patrick. I think Spider-Man is is one of the the keys to that Sony press conference. Um, Now, there are a few others that kind of surprised me. Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm butchering that, so I'm sorry to everyone. Um, looks crazy that's good. To me. That's what I would have said. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. That game looks insane. It first off looks beautiful, and here's the problem: is if if it hadn't have come after Last of Us Two, it probably would have been my game of the show. But goodness gracious, it's just tough. We've well, got Last of Us Two there, and now you could be, um, you could say that Sony, all they did was show games that we already knew were coming out. Every single one of the games that we're talking about now, we've known about. But I'm not excited for almost any other game more than I am The Last of Us 2 and the other games that were shown there. Sure, that's fair. That's fair. I, I don't know. I Again, with Microsoft going first and stealing all of these games that could have gone to other platforms, it's hard to... You know, even some of the ones that Sony showed it's like hey this is the third time i've seen this now yep like okay fair but i don't know i'm i'm a little um one game i'm particularly curious about is the death stranding game um it looks like it's going to be a good game but as soon as i saw norman reedus in a game uh i started thinking about pt did you guys ever play pt yeah so do you know the birth of this game well, it's from the same developer, right? No. So, 
Hideo Kojima is the creator of the Metal Gear series. Yeah, yeah. He ha- he makes these really, you know, he's got a really strong following. As far as, there are not too many developers that people know their name. Hideo Kojima is one of the developers that people will play games that he makes. Cliff Blazinski used to be like that, but I think he's kind of fallen off. And there's a few others. Um, but he's really, you know, he's got a really strong following. He worked at Konami for a number of years, and he was making the game PT, which at the end, which you were about to say, Norman Reedus ended up being in there. Yep. Um, that game got canceled, and um, Hideo Kojima was fired from Konami over creative differences. He went to a different studio, and I'm not sure if he made his own studio or became part of a different studio, and once again partnered with Norman Reedus to make this game. Well, see, that's that was what kind of scared me because I was like, the last time that he and Norman Reedus worked together, the game didn't work out, and I really wanted it to. So I'm like, this looks interesting. Please don't mess it up. I have a feeling that this company gave Hideo Kojima a contract and said, we will give you and let you do whatever you want if you come work for us. Because his name on a box will sell the game. Yeah, that's true. Patrick, thoughts? I have nothing to say on the subject. I'm sorry. Okay. Classic Patrick. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm I'm disappointing you guys. No, (laughs) do you want to talk about the Fortnite garbage oh yeah i want to tell everyone that's listening that sony is a garbage company they're holding millions of players uh epic games account hostage if you ever dared to link your epic games account to your playstation even once or even if you just linked it and never played on the playstation from your pc you linked it uh you cannot play on nintendo switch you cannot play on xbox you cannot play on any future consoles except for sony consoles and pc and mobile now do you think Sony will back off from this? Because I don't think they will. I think I do not. But I think Epic needs to come out and say something about this. They need to make a statement. They need to offer a solution. Maybe the ability for me to create a new account and copy my progress over and not have it associated with Sony at all. I but 100% it, agree. The problem is it's an Epic account. I understand Sony doesn't want to allow crossplay, but I've created the Epic account on the PC. I should be allowed to use that anywhere. Because if I didn't link it to PlayStation, I would have been able to. Well, that's an interesting point. You make an interesting point because if it is, like you say, an Epic account, then Epic has the final say in this. And they have said yes to Sony in some board meeting room um, that they will they will move it over. Now, like, I think... Because it, it's tough because you have two giants making this dis- discussion, right? So you've got Sony, who is the king of consoles right now. They have more consoles sold than anyone else. Um, they're basically at the top of that console ladder. And then you've got Fortnite, which is the best-selling game in the world right now. It's the most popular. But does that make them, you know, are, are they bowing to the will of Sony? Yeah, they absolutely are. I, I mean, there's no other way around this. There, there's something happening between them and Sony where they're scared to step up and make a statement about this. They, they're so reactive to the community and every little thing that happens to that game. They're on Reddit within an hour telling everyone, you know, this is the solution coming. But they've been silent about this for four or five days now, and it's pretty infuriating. I kind of think about it like, so this isn't a beer podcast, but we're going to talk about beer for a second. Hey! When uh, when everybody kind of like lost their shit about Funky Buddha being bought by whatever the hell the name of the company is that owns uh, Corona, right? They bought Funky Buddha. And everybody kind of got upset about it that knows about Funky Buddha that 
that they were going to be mass distributed and they were going to lose, you know, a lot of their, 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 I don't know, whatever craft brewery has that other ones don't because they're being mass produced and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you're this company that is in the grand scheme of things, pretty small and you get offered from another gigantic company, a lot of money, you're probably going to take that money. Right. And so I have a feeling that there's some large amount of money involved from Sony to Epic. And that's why Epic hasn't come out and said, don't worry, we got this because they don't, they might care about the money more than they care about your account. I don't know if it's money transferring, but I do agree that it's about the money. But I think it is more of a flexing of muscles by Sony to say, Epic, you need to do this, or Fortnite stand up. Like, I think Sony has the balls to say, if you don't do what we say, your game's coming off our console. And I think a company like Epic, who struck gold with Fortnite, will do whatever they can to keep Fortnite where it is, if that makes do sense. You- do you guys happen to know? I don't know this. This is actually me asking. Do you happen to know which community console-wise has the most Fortnite players? Is it PC? I would assume it, it is PlayStation. Yeah. No, I heard it's PC followed by PlayStation. I could be wrong about that. No, actually, maybe okay. it is PlayStation. I heard they have about 40% of the Fortnite players. I would assume it's PlayStation because it came out in a time where people were playing uh, PUBG on PC and then they were preparing to play PUBG on Xbox and then Fortnite came out for all three. And then I think that's what all the PlayStation players kind of gravitated towards. I mean, I I think they they would have, I would assume, at least in my opinion, they would make up a a fairly large majority. Yeah, I mean, if this... If I mean, if the answer to that question is Sony, then absolutely you have to kind of do whatever they've told you you need to no, do. No, this goes beyond Fortnite. It is a huge issue for the future of gaming, I believe. And finally, you know, I feel like they should put Sony in their place just because there's so many people watching this issue unfold. Uh, it, it's just such a huge game, and they need to they need to put Sony in their place for stealing a third party account. There's no warning or anything that when I lock when I linked my PlayStation account that this would happen. So Sony is literally stealing a third-party account and telling you you can't use it anywhere. So I agree. I think they should have grandfathered people. <coughs> so, but then who are you mad at? Are you mad at Sony or are you mad at Epic? Because Epic is letting it happen. Yeah, I'm actually more mad at Epic. And, you know, so it's interesting because obviously you're right. There is a problem in video games. Um, the, com- the community has seen it for a while. Companies are getting so big that they're the, the the bottom line has now become about making money over putting out good products and and having good consumer practices and that has been like a long standing thing going on in the gaming community. But if you're Epic, do you want to be the first company to be like we're not going to stand for this and kind of stand up for the little guy? Like, are you willing to fall on that sword? Yeah. They they need to be or they need to at least comment on this and tell us why they're not going to. They they need some. They can't just keep on ignoring it, and that's what's been happening so far. And that's a good point because I mean I think you're right. I think one of the reasons people playing are playing Fortnite so much is because they've been so communicative with the community, and if they're not continuing that communication, they're just like every other publisher. What if if Sony offered to bring Paragon back and they were like, so there's like (laughs) you say. So there's um, there's like another studio out there that because um, 
Epic released at when Fortnite service or when the Paragon service closed, they released all the assets for Paragon. And there's another studio, video game studio, that just combined with another one that picked up all those assets and is making Paragon two. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, never mind. But I think you're right. I think it is ridiculous of Sony. Um, and it's just, it's tough because, you know, somebody has to take a stand, but I don't know if Epic is ready to be that kind of company that takes that stand. Well, we'll see. Um, I won't be spending any more money in game. I mean, I've only bought the battle pass, but every now and then a skin comes up and I'm like, oh, that'd be cool if I had that. So I will make it a point to not support either company until something is said and resolved. Yo, I did the same thing with movie pass, dude. More power to you. Fight the man. (laughs) Um, and then last but not least, Nintendo. Now, Nintendo, I think, also did not release anything that people either didn't know or didn't kind of see coming besides a, a few exceptions. Um, we did get a few announcements. Uh, Mario Party, which is, I am, like, so psyched for because it looks like they're taking Mario Party back to how Mario Party used to be. Everybody's individual. They have all these different things. Like, it's just, it looks like an old Mario Party game for a new console, and I am all aboard that. Yo, whichever one of you developers out there decided it was a good idea to put all of the Mario Party characters in the same goddamn vehicle and take all the turns sharing butt space, you can go get hit by a bus. (laughs) I don't mean that, but I'm glad that it's going back. (laughs) Please don't get hit by a bus. That was one of the worst decisions they've ever made. You you do know that in the new Mario Party, that's not going to be the case, though, right? Yes, I do know that. That's why I'm happy about it. Like, I don't know why. First of all, it's probably not even that guy or girl's fault, because whoever pitched that idea, everybody that helped make the game had to agree with that, at least the majority. Or somebody with with power had to say, oh, that's a good idea. It was not a good idea. It was not a good idea. It was an awful idea. So, so thank you, you for bringing that, back uh, Mario Party as it should be played, Nintendo. Did you see that there's also going to be online play for uh, Mario Party? Oh my Party. goodness, that sounds yeah. so awesome. Yo, it's yeah. gonna. I think it's going to pick up a lot of traction with that. I think People so People are going to play that yeah. all the time. I think so too. Competitive Super, Super Mario Party is going to be a thing. Well, I Yo. guess I know what game I'm, I'm maining from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? I would made it if Nintendo's voice chat wasn't the worst thing on the planet. Yo, I'm a plat five in Mario Party. I don't know what uh, <laughs> rank you guys are. I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. I don't know either. <laughs> uh, also, a new Fire Emblem game. Um, Peaches, you can probably touch on that since you're the big Fire Emblem guy. Yo, I'm like milking the cow over here if you're not watching that. the stream. Like, that. I'm excited you're about like this. Like Numa Numa guy. Remember Numa Numa guy? Yeah. Numa, Numa, Numa. Yeah, no, it looks really good. I, I did not go out of my way to play Fire Emblem Warriors because I don't really care for, like, the Dynasty Warriors-style game. So that part of the game kind of, like, turns me off a little bit. But the fact that, like, there's a lot of different aspects of Fire Emblems being combined into that one Switch game make it look really interesting. Um, I'll definitely be picking it up. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be combat that is actually similar to Fire Emblem Warriors, or if it just kind of looks like it is, like it's still going to be the classic Fire Emblem turn-based stuff, and it just maybe aesthetically looks like it's a bunch of people that you're slaughtering shamelessly. Um, But I like that it looks like there were moments where you were also, as a character, walking around the map. 
You know, it wasn't just like story, 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 tactic fight back and forth. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited about that. I'll pay for it. I'll pay, I'll pay the base price for that. <laughs> I will not wait for a discount is sure. what I'm saying. Sure. Yeah. Anything also, um, the, the Pikachu and Eevee game, they, they announced that you can get Mew with the Pokeball controller, which is great because I was already going to get that controller. <laughs> Who is not getting the Pokeball controller? That's true. If you're good, I mean, you know what? I don't think anybody that's getting that game isn't getting that Pokemon controller. Listen, I don't care who I walk by in the real world. They're going to see a Pokeball on my hip, and it's going to be cool. <laughs> Patrick, anything excite Patrick? you from uh, Nintendo? Uh, they announced this obscure title called Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I, that looked <laughs> interesting. Yeah, like a little... Uh... Looks, like something I'd want to try, I suppose. Yeah. It looks I'm crazy. Stoked. I'm so stoked. Every character ever sounds great. Um... Obviously, I want all of these classic Nintendo titles on my Switch. Like, I just want to be able to play them on my Switch. Um, and so, just adding to that, you got Smash Brothers coming, and it just sounds so cool. Um, I hope they add a, a couple more characters. I don't want them to just add, like, two or three. Like, I want a decent addition to it. Um, but, man, it's ambitious for them, to say the least. I am yeah, happy. I'm excited. Good. That Ice Climbers are back. That's all I wanted to say. You go ahead. Yeah, Ice Climbers are going to be great. I don't know, when Super Smash Brothers 4 um, for Wii U and for um, 3DS came out, I sold myself. This is the Smash Brothers I'm going to get into. Uh, the first one since Melee that I will play. And I'm going to get competitive at it. And I just did not like them. I'm going to be honest. I just, something about them just didn't feel right to me. So I'm hoping this one gets me back into it. I really do. Uh, as you know, Melee is one of my top five favorite games. So I, I just really hope this has a lot of the gameplay elements that we saw in Melee. Sure, I think, it, I think it will. There's two things that I'm really hoping for in the future that like maybe they just didn't announce. Um, one of them is I want something similar to Subspace Emissary. I had a lot of fun playing Subspace Emissary. I know it was like a really long sort of story mode from Brawl, but like it was fun. And like there were times that I reset my entire game just to redo subspace emissary like i had a lot of fun doing that the second thing like i agree with you that i think there should be a couple more characters than the two that they announced and i don't doubt that there will be more because even though they're adding every character that's ever been in a smash game i think it would be silly of them not to release more than two new ones you know mm -hmm. not just splatoon and ridley which a lot of people are really excited about ridley they've been wanting that for a long time um I I think that they'll release more. Sadly, I think they'll probably release more as DLC. But I really wanted Waluigi, dude. I want Waluigi in this game. Why is so he not a playable character? Bad. So bad. They, they have to be looking at all the memes and all and saying to themselves, we're going to make this like the what final top secret character. They Do you not think that's how Ridley started out? Because that's what people were with Ridley. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I just hope it doesn't take them going to the next game to finally add him in. Yeah, but they people also for a long time like wanted Master Hand as a playable character, and they never brought him in. That's fair. Legally, now, anyway. do you guys, do you guys know with four, uh, were there any gameplay balances after the initial release? Because I didn't really follow it. Does Nintendo release like patches for gameplays? Gameplay, um, they, I think they did occasionally. I, I can't tell you any specific details on them, but. Yeah, they weren't uh, religious with their with their patches. 
Because with this many characters, there's going to be some unbalanced character. I mean, there usually is in fighting games, but there's going to be know something that they broken, like nerfed, a Meta Knight uh, from Brawl or something like this. I recall that they nerfed Bayonetta and Corinne after they came out because Bayonetta, is, okay. st- she's still stupid strong, and Corinne was also very strong, and I think they had to knock Corinne down a little bit. I don't know the fine detail but i'm sure that they do now because like that's not something that people used to be able to do with games and now they can there's no reason nintendo wouldn't patch them up a okay. little bit. i'm so hyped for this game I, I can't wait to get get playing hopefully the online play isn't horrible uh, for four it wasn't terrible but you know with this kind of fast-paced action it's hard to uh make this game translate well for online play Eduardo, you look so serious right now, man. I'm just taking a listen, man. I'm taking it all in. Why, why so serious? <laughs> okay, so... It's the first time I've been talking the whole podcast outside of fashion Sony. <laughs> <laughs> so, if Waluigi comes in, what's his final smash? Ooh, this is a sore subject for me. You go ahead. Um, I think it is not just Waluigi, but it is Mario like ace waluigi and he is a tennis player or he's the embodiment of all of the mario sports games like he does a bunch of the sports things because none of those characters are in there like in their sports form so he does them all he's got like the sweet headband and then he like hits people with a tennis racket and i don't know i didn't think that well but would it be let me ask you this if you envision him like hitting somebody over and over with the tennis racket is it like like 50% of the other characters where if I'm right here and you're right there and I hit the button, like I trap you in my ultimate and then I do like a bunch of damage to you and you go flying? Probably. Or how are you? Okay, so now I don't like it. I liked it before. <laughs> I So my problem with the ultimates in Smash is that so many of them are so similar and like I know there's only so much you can do in a game like that, but so many of them are that. Another giant portion of them are, I'm going to fire a beam that starts off not that wide and ends up really wide. And then, you know, a good portion of them are transformations. There's not really any of them that are super unique. Um, Like, Olimar's is really unique. He gets in the rocket ship and goes up in the air and everyone takes damage and he comes back down. Peaches is really unique. Everybody falls asleep. She can heal herself. Like, Jigglypuff's is really weird and unique. Like, she just gets really big (laughs) but like it's a bummer that there's so many kind of duplicates of the final smashes and now that there are going to be at least 65 characters like are they going to keep all of their you know reskinned same ultimate as everybody else or are they going to kind of mix them up a bit i hope they mix them up back in my day we had to rely on skill not final smashes i mean competitively they don't play with final smashes yeah that's just for fun. So wait, I had to look up your question because I don't know much about Waluigi. And uh, two months ago, Wingblade98 on the GameFAQs forum says Waluigi's final smash should be the negative zone. Remember that the negative zone stems from the darkness in Luigi's heart. This technique is a reflection of the dark side. He embraced in his brother's shadow. I agree, Wingblade98. Shout out to Wingblade98. <laughs> it's a good dude, Wingblade98. Well I like that guy or, or, or gal. <laughs> um... Other games that are coming out from Nintendo, we've got a a Splatoon 2 expansion, which Splatoon 2 is fantastic if anybody hasn't played it. Hollow Knight coming out for uh, the Switch, 
which super psyched for Peaches and I already own it, but really, Hollow Knight on the Switch? Do people care about that? Yes, it's a good game. I mean, it's, but aren't there other places you can play it? Yeah, but if you're gonna play anything, why not play it in somewhere where you can take it on the go? That's a good point, but I don't know. Like, I, I think I think it's the opposite night. problem. Like, once <laughs> it's on the Switch, why is it anywhere else? I think it would look, you know, it would look pretty on the Switch, and it's already actually it's already available. That oh, dropped the night that it was presented. Just like yeah, uh, these other games, uh, one of them Patrick has already mentioned, Fortnite. Uh, yep. So for those that don't in know, thirty you can... frames per second, glory! It's on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Woo! Um, as well as Paladins, um, which I thought was free, it is not. You pay thirty dollars for it. Oh um, crap which I would not pay for a game I could play for free somewhere else, but maybe Overwatch. somewhere out there only has a Nintendo Switch. Maybe. Um, yeah. A few others, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 came out with some uh, some DLC, um, Octopath Traveler, uh, Overcooked 2, which apparently had, um, Overcooked had like a pretty decent following. People really liked that game. Um, but I think a, a fairly strong showing. So I'm going to ask both of you, who do you which which one of these conferences won E3? Patrick, let's start with you. Yes. Gotta say Nintendo. Smash Brothers stole the show, in my opinion. Why do you think that? Just because there's so much hype for Smash Brothers. I I, I just feel like this is everything we've wanted in a Smash Brothers game. All of the characters, faster gameplay, it looks very promising. Peaches, you agree? Disagree? I don't know. I'm having I'm having a really hard time with this question because kind of the theme that I've realized as we've been talking about this of this year's E3 is that most of this stuff, and this probably just has to do with the age of information that we live in and how fast things travel, but most of the things that we saw at E3 were not news. Like, they were expansions upon news, but they weren't, like, news news. Like, nothing went whoa oh my god you know what i mean like nothing was so surprising that that was the first time that i it felt like it was the first time i heard about it that being said a lot of the games that i'm the most excited about were shown at the sony conference and also at the microsoft conference but four out of the five games i'm the most excited about in the microsoft conference can be played on other consoles so at the end of the day, I probably think it's between Sony and Nintendo who did the best job. Um, but it was just because most of these games are games that I was already excited about. Now, I didn't know, and like, like nobody really knew, that every character ever was going to be available in Smash. So that was cool news. Um, but for me, it's a toss-up between those two. Well, I'm going to go on the other side of it, and I think Sony took it. Um, I think because of what you said, because we knew basically everything that was out there, it's just all about what games are you most excited for. And I think while I am excited for a Smash, a new Smash, while I am excited for Mario Party, because of the type of gamer that I am, because of I am the story-driven type of type of gamer, the games coming out of Sony excite me the most. Um... There were a few other things we didn't talk about coming out of Sony, like a, a new God of War game that they're obviously going to be working on. Um, I'm assuming there's going to be some God of War DLC. Last of Us 2, which we did talk about, is... Wasn't my... the 
The God of War, the new game plus. Right. Right, which was, remind me. New game plus is like typically when you've finished a game, you start it over from the beginning with all the upgrades that you had. Which sounds great. Yeah. Um, So I could probably actually play it on hard (laughs) with all of the equipment and stuff that I've earned. Right, which makes (laughs) actually a lot more sense now. Um, I don't know. I think think Sony took it. Now, okay. Now we're going to get even more granular. Game of the show. Peaches, you go first this time because we gave it to Patrick last time. Listen, in my heart, in my heart, Kyrie. I want to say Kingdom Hearts 3, but I, I can't believe that it's real until I'm playing the, the damn game. So because I don't feel comfortable saying Kingdom Hearts 3, I'm going to say the Cuphead DLC. They didn't show any gameplay, yes, but I know that it will be good. Yes, they did. They just showed the new character hopping around. They didn't That's show gameplay. real gameplay. Just Patrick? since 2019. Skater Gumby is most excited for Just Dance 2019. That's what I'm getting out of that comment. Patrick, uh, does your... Command and Conquer Rivals. Wow. Except that's a lie. Going with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. (laughs) Oh yeah, gonna be awesome. Uh, if If it wasn't already obvious, I think my game of the show is Last of Us 2. I just can't wait for that game and i can't wait to feel empty inside after i'm done playing it like i probably feel empty inside when january whatever comes around and you don't get to play kingdom hearts 3 (laughs) i have felt empty inside for the past how long has it been 12 years i wish i would have charted how many times they said it was going to come out at a specific date (laughs) i'm sure it exists somewhere maybe i'm sure it does i'm sure it does look i I am excited. Um, Sekiro shadows die twice. Yikes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want Last of Us 2 to be good. I really want Last of Us 2 to be good. Who are the big losers of E3? I'm going to go and say Square Enix was the loser of E3. They dropped the ball. No one's excited for the things that they're doing that aren't Kingdom Hearts. Um, I think a new Nier Automata DLC sounds cool. You've got a couple other things like Dragon Quest, but when you really, really think about it, Square Enix didn't bring it this year. Yeah, but EA was also there, so... <laughs> Man, 2019! <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> so is that your pick? You think EA was the uh, low man on the totem pole this year? EA is the low man on a totem pole until proven otherwise. End of statement. Fair point. Patrick? The loser of the E3 conference is your Fortnite account. It is being held hostage by Sony, and you should go to Twitter and demand that they release it. (laughs) Release the Fortnite accounts. If you want to find Patrick, you can find him over picketing in front of Sony HQ. (laughs) (laughs) And then on on the opposite days of the week in front of Epic HQ. (laughs) Or maybe in the mornings at Epic and in the evenings at Sony. You'll work it out, right? Okay, so Sekiro Shadows was was the new game from the Dark Souls devs. 
Oh, got it. Well, you know that Gumby's going to like that game. Well, obviously. Yeah. Um, so before we wrap up, I do want to talk a little bit about some board games. Um, what? I know. Isn't it crazy? So the other day, and Gumby's going to be really interested in this, I got to play the Dark Souls board game. Now, let me preface this by saying I only played one quarter of the board game. And it took about two hours. Um, and so it is a it is a very... Yes, I like pineapple on pizza, Chicken Man 664. Um, <laughs> uh, and so I played the Dark Souls board game, and it is really fun. So it is it's definitely the soul of the game. It is difficult. Ah. Um, I know. Uh, it, it's difficult, and it, it definitely kind of kind of captures that 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 Dark Souls spirit um you play as one of four characters they have four classes and then there are four different rooms with randomized mobs in the rooms and then when you kill the mobs you then collect loot um and then you move on to the next room and then when you wipe you go back to the starting room and the whole like dungeon resets and you only have a certain number of wipes um before you kind of lose the game. And then there is a mini boss at the end. And then if you would have, would have kept playing at the end of the whole thing, there'd be a main boss. And so the idea is you're, you want to die. Like you're going through and then you eventually die and then you collect loot and then you do it again. Like it's very much like the dark souls games. The bosses are super challenging. Um, they have a boss deck. So there's like four or five cards that are randomly shuffled. And when you first reveal them, you see the random order, but when they're done, rather than um, shuffling them again, you just flip the deck over and he does it in the same, um, in the same movements. Sounds pretty interesting. I mean, when you, when you like tried to make a big deal about it taking two hours, I was like, yeah, it's a board game, dude. It's no, like, no, 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 no. Two hours was for a quarter of the board game. Well, yeah, but I mean, we've spent six hours playing two sessions of Dungeons and Dragons. So I guess you're like, right. <laughs> it's really not, uh, not really a huge time sink. I mean, if anyone's played Monopoly, they're, they're still playing Monopoly right now. Sure. They're locked in that game of Monopoly forever. I like that we talked like... 80% E3 and like 2% Dark Souls board game. <laughs> That's going to have to go in the show description somehow. Yeah, look, I just, I really like the Dark Souls board game. So I really wanted to talk about it because I want to play it again. Um, we can talk even a little bit about our our, our second D&D experience, Peaches. Now that we've we've done it a second time, you're a little more comfortable, you're a little more, uh, a little more into it. Oh, we want to do that right now? Yeah, I mean, just talk about our last little session, just like a little brief thing. Yeah, it was quick. Um, I think everybody's kind of getting more used to their characters and each other's characters. And hopefully one of these times we can get an audio recording that that sticks around um, and keep having to troubleshoot that. So if the people want to hear it, you know. Go for it. Yeah. On the subject of Dungeons and Dragons, uh, last week Eduardo was in town and he convinced me to come hang out with him. <laughs> oh, no. It's very hard for me to want to leave my apartment because I'd much rather spend the whole entire day off playing Fortnite, as you know. So I agree to go out with them and Eduardo ditches me to play, to play Dungeons and Dragons. Thanks, Eduardo. <laughs> Look, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I thought you're lucky, you knew. You're lucky your wife is wonderful. 
I thought you knew. We we talked about it in the group chat. You just didn't read it. Yeah, yeah. I think your hint to me was, "I'll see you tonight" or something like that. That was your hint that you're not. I didn't up. say I'll see you tonight. Okay, did what you, did say you say? Tonight I have the text anyway. Go on. No, 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 no. I think I said we're gonna go to Four Rivers, but when I said we, uh, I meant the, the the group that was going to Four Rivers. But I probably shouldn't have included myself. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so blurry. What's happening? I'm moving around too much, probably. It's okay. Yo, That's you're... my entire life experience with Dungeons & Dragons, though, is one of my friends ditching me. Go ahead. Oh. Oh, classic Eduardo. Um, well, yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode, folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now that I've been burned on my own show, Patrick, where, where can the folks find you on the internet? Catch me on Twitter, Twitter at I fucking hate Sophie. <laughs> uh, okay, Peaches. That's me. Hey, come join the squad at uh, twitch.tv slash Peaches. We're going to be playing some Realm Royale after this, and we uh, royally suck at it, so enjoy that. And uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at D underscore Peaches. Come give me a follow or whatever it is on those platforms and uh, see you on the stream. Thanks for listening. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> you, can follow the, uh, you can follow the show at twitch.tv slash abcdeduardo, which we're going to be streaming every week now. You can also follow me there. I'll be there randomly playing video games throughout the week. Um, you can follow the show as well on Twitter at Squad Up Podcast. You can find it on Facebook at facebook.com slash Squad Up Podcast. Email the show even at squaduppodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, if you do email, we will read it on the show. We'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to everybody about it. Um, oh, yeah, you can salt. <laughs> Say <laughs> you can solve one honest, more thing. <laughs> Honestly, you guys are doing a great job with this. I look forward to uh, listening to these every week. And thanks again for having me. On. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what a yeah, I think up. that's gonna. I think that's gonna do it. So uh, from all of us here, good luck, have fun, and fuck Sony. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Whoa.